On the show today, we're talking Chris Madden dropping off the Outlaw Tour, some Kyle Larson stats, some weekend updates, and more. Let's go. Today is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The Lucas Late Models are back in action this weekend after not having raced since Speed Weeks, and the Outlaws will be back next weekend at Cherokee Speedway. But apparently we are now in a situation where the top two in the point standings for both series are not sticking around for the season. We already knew this with Lucas as Brandon Shepard leads the standings over Devin Moran. Shepard will obviously chase the Outlaw title while Moran is pick and choose. That leaves Tim McCready in third to pick things up when those guys eventually fall out. On the, outlaw, uh, on the outlaw side, we emerged from Florida with Chris Madden and Dale McDowell at the top. McDowell was never going to run full-time even with his early wins, but we certainly thought Chris Madden was. A win, four top fives, and six top tens through the first six nights was a very solid start to the year, and what looked to kind of be an early season shot across the bow of that Rocket squad. After chasing Bishop all of last season uh, and just missing out on the championship, Madden would have been their main challenger again in 2022. But according to the schedule on Madden's website, we will not see him at Cherokee next weekend or the Illini 100 at Farmer City the next week after that. Madden is instead choosing to race the two Bristol weekends with XR for the big money and give up his status as a full-time outlaw driver. From there, we'll see Smokey at Eldora for the Flow Series, at Bulls Gap for Kyle Larson's event before the Bristol NASCAR weekend. He's got two spring national shows at With and Taswell, then to Alltech for the XR races, and he'll close April back at Bristol with the Outlaws. It's an interesting move from Madden, who, like I said, would have been a serious challenger for the Outlaw title. But this move puts him in line with guys like Brandon Overton, Jonathan Davenport, and Jimmy Owens, who've uh, as we've discussed, uh, easy for me to say, are all chasing the money this season. Over the next about six weeks, Madden is only racing in one show that pays about $10,000 to win. Everything else is twenty grand to win or more. If you would have told me we'd lose a full-time outlaw driver before Cherokee in March, I probably would have believed you. I'm just not sure I would have guessed it would be Chris Madden. In 2021, it took until about this point in the year before Madden even officially declared with the outlaws to be a full-timer. Running all four Bristol nights and the two shows at Alltech would keep Madden at perfect attendance through April if he decided to chase the XR Super Series points. He hasn't posted his schedule beyond April, so we don't know if maybe that is what they are thinking or not. The storyline will be one to continue to pay attention to as the season keeps rolling along. Madden won't be the last guy we lose from the national tours. Fuel prices and parts and tire shortages will continue to plague these guys, and the possibility of big cash to win will remain a draw for some. With Madden and McDowell out of the way, that means when the Outlaws head to Cherokee next weekend, Dennis Herb Jr. is the next man up as he sits third in the standings. In the comments on my video yesterday about the differences between the Outlaws and Lucas, Tim asked me about a statistical analysis of Kyle Larson over the past few seasons and how he's done with the various dirt racing series. This is something I haven't done before just because it's kind of been pretty well documented on social media, like people like Brian Walker, Wikipedia uh, have done a lot of these kind of numbers. Um, and the reason, another reason I haven't done it is I don't have the unsanctioned races that Larson has kind of competed in. I don't have his NASCAR stuff. Uh, but if you want some numbers, here we go. I did leave out the Chili Bowl just because it's kind of difficult to pull in both features and prelim stuff. They're not really on the same level. 
Uh, so that leaves us with both the Outlaw Series Sprint Cars and Late Models, the All-Stars, Lucas, the USAC Midgets, and the Silver Crown Series uh, as the six series that I cover that Larson has raced in. These numbers are mostly for 2020 through 2022. Uh, there is some older stuff mixed in with the Outlaws, for example, but uh, nothing before 2017. Uh, so here you go, Tim. Between the six series, Larson has made 147 appearances. In those 147 races, he's won 52 times, has 98 top fives, and 118 top tens. That's a total win percentage of 35. He's got 67% top five percentage uh, and an 80% top 10 percentage. His most dramatic percentages are with the Silver Crown Series. Two wins and two starts is 100% everything. Uh, so obviously not a significant number of races there, but he's won both times out. If you do want a significant number of races, though, look at his appearances with the All-Stars. 36 races have led to 18 wins, 28 top fives, and 32 top tens. He's won 50% of those starts and finished top 10 in nearly 90% of races. He has an average finish of fourth in that span. He's made the most starts uh, out of any series with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series going back to 2017. In those 76 races with the Outlaws, he's got 22 wins, 47 top fives, and 60 top tens. Over this kind of five-plus-year stretch, only Donnie Schatz, David Gravel, Brad Sweet, Logan Schuhart, and Sheldon Hoddenshield have won more Outlaw races than Larson has. So there you go. If you want to see these numbers for yourself, head over to dirttracker.com analytics. Thanks to my friend Paul Arch. I got an email about an upcoming resolution in the Pennsylvania State Senate to uh, recognize April 10th, 2022 as National Sprint Car Day in Pennsylvania. April 4th is obviously 410. Uh, and if you've been around sprint car social media for any length of time, you know lots of people on Twitter, uh, kind of end the like, Instagram, Facebook, like to call out this day every year. When I worked for the Outlaws, we always spotlighted the day. It's kind of an easy tie-in and a, kind of a fun thing to do. Uh, cool, really cool to see a government body recognize the day as such. No surprise to see it happen in Pennsylvania, where weekly 410 sprint car racing is such a big part of the racing culture there. If you want to see the official resolution for yourself, go find Pennsylvania Senate Resolution number 241. If you're a non-wing sprint car fan in Indiana, this weekend's No Way Out 40 at Paragon has been moved to Sunday because of weather. There's rain forecasted for both Friday and Saturday, but things look much better there for Sunday afternoon. Gates open at 1 with hot laps at 4. The race pays $14,000 to win and 1000 to start. I think it should probably draw some pretty good drivers. Uh, some possible entries I've seen include guys like Shane Cockrum, Robert Ballou, Jake Swanson, Kyle Cummins, and more. If you can't be at Paragon, the event will be streamed live through Speedsport TV on dirt to media The event is pay-per-view and not part of a larger subscription service. I'd love to tell you how much it costs, but I can't find it anywhere. Uh, I will have it on the streaming schedule on Sunday if that's something you are interested in. For event updates, make sure you're following at ParagonSPDWY on Twitter or find Paragon Speedway on Facebook. doesn't appear as though they have an active website on the interweb, so those social media accounts uh, are your best bet. Port City Raceway near Tulsa, Oklahoma opens this weekend with their non-wing showcase benefiting the Race Redeem Foundation. The two nights of racing will feature junior sprints and restricted and non-wing outlaw micros. I bring this up because Christopher Bell, who we all know as a NASCAR Cup Series regular and a big dirt racing guy, is bringing his micro to Port City, uh, but it will be somebody else racing it. He posted a photo of the car earlier in the week painted up with pristine auction and DeWalt colors, and Cannon McIntosh's name is on the visor. It should be a potent combination at Port City, and it's an easy pairing given both guys' ties to the Toyota racing program. 
Bell tweeted that he's trying to improve his micros this year, so we might see this happen a little more often. If you can't be at Port City this uh, this weekend, Flow Racing will have live streams both nights. There are three shows on the streaming schedule today. Speedsport TV has IMCA Racing from Southern Oklahoma Speedway. Fast 4 has Caged Clones from Red Bluff, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.